Welcome, everyone, to Burgess Power Hour, and we are so excited because tonight, okay, we're going to be talking about why transform. Why? Why transform? And are you afraid of the unknown? So that is our topic tonight. And uh, before I mute everybody, um, just to give you a couple things, just shout out and say where you're calling from so we can hear all the wonderful places around the world you're calling from. Atlanta, Georgia. Yay. Miami, Florida. Yay. Fayetteville, North Carolina. North Carolina, I heard. And what was the other one? Hollywood, Florida. Hollywood, Florida. Miami, Florida. Miami and Florida. Roanoke, Virginia. Where? Roanoke, Virginia. Virginia. Hello, Virginia. And Florida. More Florida, and I heard something else. Long Island, New York. Long Long Island. Do I have my Hawaii friends or my West Coast friends? Are they on? Or any of my people in Canada, my Canucks, are you guys on tonight? How about my UK friends? Hey. Well, I will tell you that they're they're the British is the British are coming. The British are coming. I have five uh, Londoners at my home right now, getting ready to take essence of being this weekend. So, yay! <laughs> yeah, we've got six people Woo-hoo. from London coming. Yeah. Uh, for the class this weekend, but I just, uh, did I miss any other states or places? Just call it out. Delray Beach, Florida. Delray Beach. Lake Mary, Florida. Lake Mary, all right. Any other places we missed? Ocala. Ocala? Correct. All right. Man, Florida is in the house tonight. That's awesome. And we have people all up and down the coast. That's great. Um, so, uh, I'll go ahead and uh, give you a little bit of a background about how we do these things. If this is the first time you've been on, awesome. Second, if it's not, if you if you're a longtime galler, <laughs> you know how this works. So, um, I'd like to keep it open uh, so that I don't have to mute everybody. But if you star six yourself, that will mute you, and then you can unmute yourself by hitting star six again. So if the background noise gets too crazy, I'll go ahead and mute everybody. But then you can unmute yourself if it's star. If you hit star six, it'll unmute you, okay? Because this is all about experiential. And you know me, my Bubble Talk with Burge series, my Essence of Being, all the programs and play shops that I do and experiences. I love experiential. So get your pieces of paper handy and your pens handy because we will go in and do a little bit of digging around in your subconscious. Oh, boy, oh, joy. So um, if you're listening to this on the call or if you're uh, you're recording, uh, if you're listening to the recording, you can do it. You can always go back, and if you've heard, if you registered for the call, you will get a recording the next day, so you can go back and listen to it again. Also, if you're driving, I would suggest you not write things down. Probably not a good idea. <laughs> so Somebody's screeching something awfully bad. It's, it's hard it's to It's screeching? Hear. Okay. Okay, so if you have any background noise, just hit star six. If not, I'm going to go ahead and mute you, because I, I kind of hear that too, and I'm not sure if it's me or if it's somebody else. So let's give them a chance here. Oh, good. Did it go away? I think it did. I think it did by Joe. Maybe, maybe not. All right, tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and uh, mute everybody. So you are all muted, so you don't have to worry about your background noise. However, if you want to talk to me, which you will want to, I am so sure, and I'm going to ask for people to share some of the things that we come up with tonight that's on your uh, list that we're going to go through about fear of the unknown and why transform um, and what's going on in your subconscious. And I'm going to give you some tools that you can use uh, if you have fear of the unknown and what to do about it. Yay. But if you want to speak, hit star six, and that will unmute you, okay? So hopefully I won't get any interference on this end, um, and we'll start. So I've got people from all around the country, and like I said, I've got all around the world coming into Essence of Being this weekend in Atlanta, and I will be in Fort Lauderdale, yay, next weekend uh, for Essence of Being next weekend. So it's back-to-back Essence of Beings, yay. 
So uh, join me for any of those. Uh, we are starting this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, July 20th through the 22nd for EOB in Atlanta. And Fort Lauderdale is the 27th through the 29th. And it will be the last time in, I'm in Fort Lauderdale uh, this year, so you might want to show up, okay? So you can also go to essenceofbeing.com and check out all of our calendar events. So uh, also I want to give a shout-out if you're in the Atlanta area. We are doing uh, Brand Builders Day uh, with Femi Blindell and her brand builders that we're doing uh, here in Atlanta. We're opening up a big chapter here, and you can go to um, brandbuildersclub.com, uh, I believe is how you get there, or .org, and uh, just join. And you can also, I'll be speaking there as well, so you can come see me. We can meet in person. Okay, so enough of that. Why transform? Fear of the unknown. So as you know, with our Bubble Talk series and our Power Hours, it's something different every month. And I thought, you know, there's a lot of fear going on around the world. I I don't know if you feel it or not, but um, I um, wanted to kind of address this and the fear of actually moving forward and the fear of the unknown and staying stuck sometimes because we're afraid to move. We're afraid to move ahead. And that means we might have to change. So change is not a bad word. So, I mean, have you ever heard that? Have you have you ever heard in your life, if you've done any of my programs, you probably have heard me say you're perfect just the way you are. So if that's true, then why transform? So a lot of people say, you know, I give them affirmations all the time, little lies you tell yourself until they become true. So I give them affirmations about being able to be perfect and that they already are perfect so they don't really have to do anything else because you were born that way. Yet some people don't believe it. So people may ask, well, if I'm perfect, then why do I have to transform? And So you could look at it this way. You could look at it as I am perfect and yet I could be so much more. So you're perfect exactly the way you are and yet... There might be some other things that you want more of, or you could be so much more. You could step into more of your power and more of your greatness. Okay? So I've been teaching this transformational type work for 37 years now. And what I have found is that people are afraid to change. That you may, you know, people may want to, they want more money, they want a better job, they want their business to grow, they want a better relationships, they want to communicate better, they want better health, but that would mean they'd have to change something. So the fear of the unknown stops them in their tracks. So ask yourself that question, am I allowing fear to hold me back? Am I allowing fear of the unknown? Because it is unknown, isn't it? If you're in one place and what you want somewhere else, then it's sometimes it's really unknown and it can be scary. So you stay in your comfort zone. So let me explain comfort zone a little bit. And those of you who have taken uh, many of my um, courses, you know what that means a lot, right? So if you're in your comfort zone, um, let's say that you're a C student. I'm going to give you an example. Let's say that you think you're a C student. You're kind of average person, right? You're average. You can make only so much money or you, you know, you have an average kind of life, whatever that looks like to you. So we're going to call that a C student. And let's say one day you really screw up and you make an A on a test, meaning let's say one day you really you really whoops I had this windfall that came in. I made an A, or I had this beautiful person come into my life, or I got this great uh, raise, or my business really grew, or something happened where it was this phenomenal thing, right? And so a lot of times what happens, it's that's out of our comfort zone, isn't it? So it kind of pushes us out of our comfort zone and says, wait a minute, this is this feels way different. This is what I've always wanted. However... This feels unknown to me. This feels scary. It feels strange. So I don't know if this will last. I mean, how do I maintain that? And so what could end up happening is people, if you make an A on a test, the next thing you have to make in order for you to get back to your comfort zone is you have to make an F on the next test or you have to fail 
somewhere. It's called self-sabotage to bring you back to your comfort zone, which is average. So let me just remind you again, if you're a C student, and this is just an, an, uh, an analogy, okay? If you're a C student, you screw up, you make an A, then you ha- in order to get back to your comfort zone, you have to make an F or fail somehow so that you can get back to your average self. So a lot of people do that. Something happens like at the lot, like you win the lottery and they lose it. Or they, you get this great person in your life and they go away. Or you get a great raise or your business goes great and then something happens where you sabotage it. Okay? So that you can come back to that comfort level. You settle into that comfort level because of the fear of, I don't know what to do with this. Okay? So if you settle, it keeps you stuck. It stays where you are. So what would happen? Just what would happen if, just imagine, how can I change without fear? How can I do that? So if something, I create something really wonderful in my life, I don't recreate something not so wonderful to bring me back to average. So the comfort zone thing is like a rut almost. And change pushes us out of our comfort zone. And I always say, look, change is constant, right? It's the only constant in nature. So if you want to change, change intentionally. Change consciously. Be a conscious creator. Be a conscious leader with me. I'm inviting all of you to be a conscious leader in your life. Really to to consciously create and be that leader that you are because that's who I'm working with now are conscious leaders who empower others to create that win-win world that we all want. Okay, So we are building a global movement. The global movement of conscious creators and conscious leaders Okay, to really help empower everyone around you so that you can create a win-win world around you as well. So I invite you all to really step into this. And this experience we're going to do tonight is going to be awesome because if you find yourself in a rut, meaning I'm comfortable, you know, it's not exactly what I want, but at least I know it. It's that unknown piece that keeps us stuck. So just like nature shedding its skin or shedding their wings or, you know, uh, the caterpillar that changes into the butterfly, there is that that moment where it's perturbation, it's called perturbation, before that change happens. It's, it's the theory of dissipative structures. And without going into the whole thing, just understand that in order for things to change, there's this this dissipative structure that happens. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of stress that can cause people and things to change. So think of the acorn. The acorn changes. There's a lot of stress that happens, and it turns into an oak tree. Uh, when a caterpillar goes into its cocoon, it is actually under a lot of stress where it evolves and changes into a whole other organism, changes into that butterfly. And there's this moment where there's this perturbation where it perturbates, where it actually, you ever see water boiling on the on the stove and you see the little bubbles? That's perturbating because it's about to turn into a whole other organism, which is called steam. So the water turns into a whole other organism and it perturbates right there. And so a lot of us, we feel that perturbation, don't we? We feel that little tingle or the little bubbly inside of our belly or our heart and we get nervous. And it's like, oh, my God, things are changing. I don't want it to change. Let me go back to the way it is. I may not like it, but at least it's known. And so just so you know, perturbation is part of the process. It's an actually, it's in nature. And in order to evolve, we have to change. Change is constant and necessary. It's necessary for life to flow. I mean, we change. Our skin actually sheds. I mean, this is nature. So... Why fight it? If you know that you're going to be changing something, then go into it with reckless abandon, I say. and Go into it with the, the passion of knowing, I'm going to do this consciously. I'm going, to do, I'm going to change intentionally, even though I'm afraid, even though I don't know what it's going to be like. 
you can do it that way. You can consciously or unconsciously change. So self-transformation for a lot of people, and listen, I've been in this business for a long, long time, and it's so interesting to me what happens with this. People make a decision. They say, okay, I want more money. I want more this. I want more that. Or I want less of that. I want less pain in my life. Okay? Just identify which one you are. Whether you want something more or you want something less of what you don't want, that is transformation. That's change. And what I have found is so many times people get right to the edge. It's like, meh. Uh, I see it. I want it. I smell it. I know it. But no, I'm not going to do it because that would mean I'd have to change. And there's the fear that comes up around the unknown. So it can't, for some people, it's not an easy process. So people tend to create habits, okay? And even when they know their habits to be kind of um, not serving them or noxious to their own lives, they're afraid of changing it. So the fear of facing the unknown makes them resistant to change. So ask yourself, am I one of those people? I feel comfortable, right? I feel comfortable in my own little yucky existence. Maybe it's not so horrible, but I want more. Or maybe for some of us it has been kind of yucky. Until the moment that life puts you in some kind of check, usually some kind of circumstance that takes you to that next path, something kind of pushes you, takes you out of your comfort zone. I mean, how do most people grow? They grow through breakdown. And I'm going to give you a formula for change that I do in The Essence of Being. There's a formula that I use to help you change so that the change that you make doesn't have to be so painful. Because think about the way people change is when something really forces them to sometimes, where they, they get a divorce and they change, or they have some kind of disease, something happens health-wise and they change. So you make new decisions based on that. Or you get fired and you change. So self-transformation, or you can call it soul polishing, it's humanity's natural course. That's what we do. And through that, that takes us through that path of spirituality sometimes. And, you know, spirituality is that whole question of why am I here? What is my purpose? What is my connection to this world, to each other? And it takes courage to ask those questions, and it takes courage and determination, and also constancy to change our habits so that we can transform our hearts. And I say it's necessary. It's necessary to repeat it several times, that new way of thinking, that new way of being, that pattern or that behavior that we want it to register in our subconscious. So if we continue to do affirmations or do those things in our lives that we're seeking and we're practicing, then it really does sink. It does. It sinks in. It sinks into our cells. It's cellular. We can really shift. But it takes courage and consistency. And I don't know about you, but, I mean, if I go on a diet, it's like, okay, Here I go again, right? So maybe you've had things that happen in your life like that where you make a decision, I'm going to change, I'm going to do it, and you're really determined and you don't stay consistent with it and therefore you go back to the way things are. And I have found that to be true in a lot of cases where people really shift things and then they forget and they go back to the way things were, but... Here's, the, here's the, the thing I want to remind you all this, that once you realize what your subconscious is and once you realize that you can change things and you make that decision not to, you really never go back. And I, I use the analogy of crawling under a rock. So you're underneath this rock and you don't know there's a rock on top of you until you crawl out and you realize, oh, my God, I've been under a rock. Now, you can crawl back underneath that rock anytime and have things the way they used to be or go back to what's comfortable, but you are going to know 
that there's a rock there. So you really never go back. So the good news is this. If you're a seeker or if you're someone who is wanting more, then you can actually say, I'm going to crawl out from under that rock. And then when you look at it, um, then you can look at it and say, yep, there's a rock there. And the good news is you're going to always know there's a rock there. So let's go and find out what your rocks are. You want to? Yay! It's so exciting. So we're going to do a little bit of experience. So I want you to get out your pen and paper, um, and I want you just to do a little bit of stream of consciousness writing. And again, if you're driving, don't do this. Just listen to the recording. You will get a recording. Okay? So we're going to do that, and then I'm going to give you some tools on how to shift that. But I do want to hear from you, so be ready to share something, and I'll help you work through it. Okay? So write down stream of consciousness means uh, you don't think about it, you don't edit it, you just write down the first things that come up. Okay? So here we go. We're going to go to the unknown place. Dun, dun, dun. All right. The worst thing that could happen to me in my business or career or job is the worst thing that could happen to me in my business, my career, or my job is finish the sentence. Just write it down. First thing. Okay, so write down the first thing. Now, let's do another one. The worst thing that could happen to me in my relationships are or is the worst thing that could happen to me in my relationship is what? It could be any relationship, love relationship, partner. What's the worst thing that could happen to to me? So just kind of jot down whatever first things come out of your brain. Do one more. The worst thing that could happen to me with my health is the worst thing that could happen to me with my health is I just write down the first thing that comes up. Okay, so if you want to share some of that, hit star six, and let me hear what you wrote down, my fear of the unknown, and the worst thing that could happen. Go ahead and uh, hit star six, and just tell me what, uh, what you wrote down. How should we speak? Should we... Say it again, please. Oh, should we just speak yeah. right now? Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. So what did you write down? Okay, so um, the worst thing in for all of them, or just one of them, or uh, whichever ones you want to share. Okay, so the job um, was no income. The relationship okay. was that they would end, and my health was a painful death. Okay, you're picking some good ones, huh? So what are they all having? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that all? Okay. Yeah. So let's start with a no income, okay? So, all right, let's say you have no income. That's the worst thing that can happen to you, right? You have no income. Right. Okay, now what? Now so what? what? You have no income. Now what? 
Uh, well, that's an unknown. Okay. So you have no income. Now what are you going to do? What do I have to do? What are you going to do? Um, I don't know. I really don't know. Okay. If you did know, what would what would it be? Um, would you sit in a corner and just stay there for the rest of your life? What would you do? I would keep living. I would just try to um, move towards things that I felt might change that for me. Okay. So would you be doing that... Um, um, would you, do you have a family have with a family you, or do you have a family, family? that you are uh, I, I have a few family, I, I've lost my family last year. Okay. Um, so, so I'm, I'm really on my own. I have, I have a couple good friends and a son, but I'm not sure if he's available for me. Okay. All right. So here's the so thing here's about the thing that. About the reason that. I'm I'm having I'm all of you look at the worst thing that could happen, happen. it's like you look it's at like that and you say, okay, okay, that happened. That happened. Now, what? now what? So what? So what? So what? I have no income. So what? I lost my lover. Okay. And listen, if you're having a painful death, you know, it's going to be over soon, right? Right. <laughs> so I mean, so, I mean you know, that won't, you know, that one you don't have to be too concerned about because you'll be done. But the no income and the not having uh, and losing a relationship, right? It's like, what do you do next? And so the thing that I want to just have you look at is, okay, what would be the best thing that could happen from that? If I'm in this whole environment of, oh, my God, I have no income and I've lost everything, I've lost my family, I don't have any friends, I have nobody to turn to, then what is your next choice? What makes you get up every morning and get out of bed? What is it? Uh, you, uh, just you just try. I, you just try to be um, productive. You try to make new friends. You look. Try to look at possibilities that didn't exist before. Maybe. Yeah. Haven't you done that before? Where something has happened? Go ahead and, and mute yourself, okay? Because I'm getting an echo. Please. Thank you for participating. So let me kind of go through this with you again, okay? And then you can come back in if you if you need to. So this is a great example. I'm getting an echo from me, too. I don't know why that is, but oh well. Um, Are you guys getting an echo from me all of a sudden? I don't know. So what will happen is this. If you are stuck in that place of no income and no relationship or those types of things, it's, it's, you have a choice. You have a choice of what do I do now? Okay. Human beings are survivors. We want to survive, but you have to have a good why. People ask me all the time, I don't know what my purpose is. Okay, what is your why? Why do you get out of bed? And for some people, they don't want to because it's hard. And it is unknown if you're in the middle of all of that. So what I say is, let's say you lost everything. Now what? Now what do you do? So what? So what? You lost everything. You still have your heart beating. You still have, hopefully, uh, a way to walk. Um, you do have perhaps someone you can reach out to that is a long-distance friend or a, or a family member or something, or some connection. And have you ever had that happen to you where something really horrible happened and from that, I mean, it was like the phoenix rising out of the ashes. It's sort of like if that hadn't have happened, then all these other things would not have happened. So those things, in other words, something really good or something different, like you said, new possibilities came out of the fact you were in that position. Because sometimes we have to strip away everything, all of our, we have to strip away all the things that we think make us successful or make us happy. And when we get right down to it, what are we left with? Our birthday suit and ourself and our connection. 
So if you have perhaps lost faith in yourself or lost faith in others, then I suggest we give you a faith lift, okay? And I mean F-A-I-T-H lift, a faith lift of why is this happening to me? Why did I create this? Or if you're not at that place yet of understanding that you can create your reality and co-create that, Asking yourself, why is this happening to me? So there's a lot of questions in that, but I'm assuming uh, that most of us, when we've been in that position where something really not good has happened to us, that from that point, I mean, it certainly happened to me. I lost everything. I had no income. I lost my, um, divorced my husband. I had a two and a half year old son, and I was faced with a choice of what. What am I going to do now? I lost everything. And so I had to find out what my why was. Because if you don't have a why, why get out of bed? Why go to the next place? And so I I could look at myself and feel sorry for myself and say, all right, so what? All that happened to me. And because all of those things I co-created okay, that happened to me, now I can stand before you in these last years of my life to say, you know what, this stuff really works because now, of course, you know, I have millions in assets. I have a husband that I've been with now. We've been together 21 years. My son graduated NYU. He's traveling the world singing and dancing and acting and doing what he loves. Uh, I'm teaching all around the world, sharing this experience and sharing the things that have worked for me. I've been there. I've been on that other end of it. And I realized once all that happened, when I was going through it, it was like, why am I doing this? Why is this happening? So, I, But I had a good why. I created a why for myself. I had a good reason. That was my son. And then I created this legacy of wanting to make a difference in the world. And I know that you, the caller that I was just speaking with, I know that all of you out there, you want to make a difference. You want to have a mark. You want to leave a legacy. You want to be able to say, I matter. And that's a why. To make it all worthwhile. And if all of those things had not happened to me, then I would probably not be in the same situation I'm in now. I got to experience all of those things. So I had to ask myself, and I'm I'm challenging all of you to ask yourself, you know, what is my why? And so what? Whatever you wrote down, the worst things that could happen, okay, it all happened. Now what? Are you done? You could do that anytime. But I will say this, my belief, my belief, you don't have to believe it, but my belief is whatever you do not heal, okay, or whatever you are here to learn or whatever you have come here for, and I believe that we, you know, come, that we have other lifetimes. You don't have to believe it if you don't want. You can be in the inquiry of that if you choose. But I know that things keep happening over and over and over again until, Sometimes we have to look at it and go, I'm ready to really shift this now in this lifetime because I don't want to come back and go through similar things. And that can be, like I said, your choice if you believe that or not. But even if you don't believe it, why would you want to keep repeating the same pattern in this lifetime over and over and over again? So you might as well shift it consciously. So how do you do that? So just just FYI, whatever you guys wrote down, just look at that and ask yourself, so what? Okay, all that happened, now what? What am I going to do next? Does that mean I'm done? Is there anything at all? And the caller was great. You came up with, okay, well, I could look at, maybe there's other possibilities for me to go into. So when you say, I don't know, ask yourself, well, if I did know, what would it be? And it does force you to look at, well, maybe there are other possibilities that I haven't even thought of. Something would come into my life that would um, force me, okay, intentionally force me to make a change and do something. 
So here's my tool for this is my change formula. Okay, so some combination. Okay, this is a way that you can change and you can grow and you can shift without too much pain, without the fear, because you're going to change. We get older. Okay, although I'm using, I have to say, that's, that's my that's my choice now. I'm going to use. <laughs> I'm not getting older. My body goes, yeah, okay. But I'm, embrace, I'm choosing to embrace all of that. But things change, right? Things change. So here we go. Some combination of vision plus breakdown plus plan has to be greater than the fear of change. So I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to go into a little detail. Some combination of your vision plus a little bit of breakdown, plus a plan, some combination of all those three things has to be greater than that fear of changing. So now we're talking about consciously choosing to change. So let me explain it. Vision, I think many people talk about visioning. It's it's creating something more in your heart and in your mind and in your head of where you're going having a destination, having something that you are moving toward, something that really embodies you on an emotional and a spiritual and physical and mental level where you you can write. I know that many of you do vision boards or you've heard of vision boards. If you haven't, you cut out little pieces of uh, words or uh, collages or pictures of things that you choose to create and you look at it and you put it into this beautiful board or collage, put it on the wall and you're looking at it every day. That's a vision board. It's something that you are imagining. Remember Einstein, he, he said imagination is the greatest gift we have. So imagining what we're stepping into. That's that dreaming, imagining place of the vision that really gets our juices flowing. And if you don't have a vision of where you're going and who you are and what you're becoming, that's the first place to start. And if you can get really juicy with that, I would suggest you do that. And you can do that with a vision board or you can write your vision like you've already gotten it. So that's what I do and every year instead of writing resolutions, New Year's resolutions, I write a vision. And and I'm reflecting on the year like it has already happened. So here at the end of this year in 2018, I'm going to write my 2019 vision like it already happened. 2019 was awesome. I stayed at the beach and lived at the beach most of the time, and uh, everybody... um, uh, was taking the workshops, and I had all these trainers out there taking the workshops. And I'm sharing my vision, by the way. When you share your vision, you you can really get juicy with it, okay? So don't keep it locked up. Share it. Share your vision with people. Because it helps you get clearer and clearer about what it is that you are choosing to co-create. Okay, so that vision is really powerful. If you can really lock that down, and by the way, you can change that throughout the year. Say and say to yourself, "This is who I am becoming. This is who I am." Remember that I'm perfect just the way I am, and yet I can be so much more. So this is what I choose to become this year. More of. Okay, you write your vision. Now, that's the one one part of it. The next part of it is breakdown. Remember, a combination of vision plus breakdown plus plan. So breakdown, like I said, sometimes we need a little kick in the butt, don't we, to move. And I prefer to have little tiny breakdowns as opposed to these big, huge breakdowns that people have, like they get... um, you know, a breakdown in health is a really, you know, is a disease. Or a breakdown in marriage is a divorce. Or a breakdown in your business is bankruptcy. And those are big breakdowns. And those tend to force force you to do something about it, right? It definitely gets you out of your comfort zone. So I say, look, you can have a little bit of breakdown, but your breakdowns could be, um, somebody you hired didn't show up for work, 
Okay, that gives you some feedback. Or a little bit of breakdown might be, okay, I gained, you know, five pounds on my on my vacation. So that gives me a choice. Okay, what am I going to do about that? It's a little bit of a breakdown. But it can move you outside your comfort zone just a little bit. In your relationships, a little bit of a breakdown might be you have an argument. And you get to look at, okay, what triggered it for me? Why was I triggered? What in me did that bring up for me to heal? Because, my friends, that's the only why, reason why we get into relationships is to really help help each other, support each other in healing whatever is um, maybe not, maybe that's unresolved in our life, feeling less complete, okay? So there's nothing quicker to bring about change and for you to look at yourself as to getting into a relationship with somebody or having a kid because they'll bring up your crap quicker than anybody else, okay? So that's a little bit of a breakdown. So if you have a little bit of breakdown, it's okay. It kind of moves you, you know, sometimes we need a little bit of kick in the butt. Plan is practical steps on how we're getting there to whatever there is. So you have little practical steps, bite-sized chunks. A plan is something that you can implement. Okay, a plan is saying, okay, so there will be things that come up where maybe you don't follow your plan exactly, but at least you have it structured enough to where you can say, I'm going to follow some kind of plan for me to lose weight or to get... um, get a better communication relationship-wise, or um, I plan to build my business. There's a plan. If you have a plan and you have a great vision, you don't have to have but a little tiny breakdown maybe sometimes every now and then to kind of keep you moving. And maybe you don't even need any kind of breakdown because if your vision is really juicy and your plan is really good, just practical steps, bite-sized chunks, next steps, This is my next step. This is my next step. In order for me to create what I want, this is my next step. That together, all those things together, has to be greater than the fear of change. So that's how you can consciously and intentionally shift and change. You know you're going to change anyway. You might as well do it with intention. And not be afraid of that unknown, meaning that if you are afraid of it, you do it anyway. You just do it anyway. I mean, have you ever done something you were afraid to do? And then you said, oh, well, that wasn't so bad. I did it. And you get to look back at that and go, wow, I was more afraid of doing it than you know than it really needed to be. Or you pat yourself on the back and say, I did it. And if I can do that, I can do anything. So fear could be a great motivator. And it is that unknown. Just look at the unknown as sort of like when you're a little baby. When you're a little baby, everything's unknown, isn't it? And you're in awe. You're in wonder. You're in expression. And you're looking around. You're like this big sponge. Give it to me, baby. I don't know. I've never done that before. I've never done that before. I've never experienced that before. So if you look at your life with some childlike innocence, bring back that that childlike innocence of awe and wonder and expression and joy of just learning something new or being in a different situation. Drive to work a different way. Um, Eat at different places. Um, you know, get up at different times. If you find yourself doing the same thing every day with the same person, I'm not saying go out, go out and find yourself a new person, but <laughs> you can you can do things a little differently. Say so we always go to the same restaurant, or we always go out on Friday night, or we always. Um, tell each other, you know, we sit in front of the TV, you know, before we go to bed or whatever. Just do something different. So just kind of notice when you do the, uh, and that can be an unknown because it's not familiar. 
And just notice how your endorphins in your body change when you do something like that. It's like, oh, I'm more aware. Because sometimes we just kind of sleep, right? We go into that sleepwalker. So there's this wonderful thing I want to share with you called, um, it's it's like a trapeze bar, your fear of transformation and the unknown. So stay with me. This is a really powerful piece. Ready? Sometimes I feel that my life is a series of trapeze swings. I'm either hanging on to a trapeze bar, swinging along, or for a few minutes or moments of my life, I'm hurtling across space in between the trapeze bars. And most of the time, I spend my life hanging on for dear life to my trapeze bar of the moment. We do that, don't we? We hang on. And it carries me along a certain steady rate of swing, and I have the feeling that I'm in control of my life. I know most of the right questions and even some of the right answers, but once in a while, as I'm merrily or really not so merrily swinging along, I look ahead of me into the distance, and what do I see? I see another trapeze bar swinging towards me. It's empty, and I know in that place in me that knows that this new trapeze bar has my name on it. It is my next step, my growth, my aliveness going to get me. And in my heart of hearts, I know that for me to grow, I must release my grip on that present, well-known bar to move to the new one. And each time this happens to me, I hope, no, I pray that I won't have to grab the new one. Don't make me grab the new one. But in my knowing place, I know that I must totally release my grasp on my old bar. And for some moment in time, I must hurtle across space before I can grab onto the new bar. And each time I'm filled with terror, it's the unknown. It doesn't matter that in all my previous hurdles across the void of unknowing, I've always made it. Each time I'm afraid I'm going to miss or that I'm going to be crushed on rocks in the bottomless chasm below, but I do it anyway. Perhaps this is the essence of what the mystics call the faith experience. No guarantees, no net, no insurance policy, but you do it anyway. Because somehow to keep hanging on to that old bar is no longer on the list of alternatives. And so for an eternity that could last a microsecond or a thousand lifetimes, I soar across the dark void of the past is gone, the future's not yet here. And that is called transition. So that comes from uh, the Essence Book of Days. Of course, I like that because it has the word essence in it, and that's my thing, right? The essence of being and the essence of everything I do. So that is basically what happens when you can let go of where you are and you just embrace things in a way where you just let go and fly. You, you know, you might fall, but people say but i don't i don't want to change because i at least i know that trapeze bar at least i know it's mine but see if you can change your fear and letting go of your fear by changing that bubble talk remember the bubble talk i always talk about is the subconscious thoughts that keep you from getting what you want so in order for you to change without fear or a lot of fear let's say you just change that bubble talk, change that subconscious thought that can keep you blocked, keep you from getting what you want. And you might say to me, Burge, how do I do that? And I hear you guys echoing, Burge, how do I do that? Well, for one thing, you come to Essence of Being. That's my first suggestion. You can also listen to my bubble talk that I do every Tuesday and Friday uh, if I'm not teaching. I do that every every Tuesday and Friday at 4 o'clock on, on um Facebook Live, okay, unless I'm teaching a class. So those are some little snippets. You can go to my Facebook, go to Essence of Beings Facebook, and you'll see, 
or my personal Facebook, and you'll see uh, all those videos, or my YouTube channel. But there's a lot of really, um, they're like little 15-minute increments of experience and focus of something I, I pull from my essence of being deck, and we talk about those particular things that come up for people that for that week. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, does anybody want to share anything about this so far? Anybody want to share anything about this before I talk about what's coming up next, the transitions? And yet star six if you want to share anything. I really felt a strong connection with um, you talking about the why because um, I have relationship issues and with unforgiveness and then I have health issues and it's like the why do I get up in the morning or what am I trying to seek um, through this illness and, you know, and learning about my purpose. And I just really resonated when you were telling me what is, you know, to look for what my why is and why I'm getting out of bed and why am I bothering to live and what am I trying to share with the world. Yeah, you got to have a why, hon. And and those questions about purpose, because people, they do. They say, what is, I don't know why I'm here. What is my purpose? So let, you, let me let you try this one on for size, and this is for everybody out there. Your purpose for being here on this planet right now is to experience. It is to create a ripple, to have an experience of life, and you have an effect in the world. You have an effect because you matter and you're important. And everybody you see and touch and everybody and everything you do has an effect. But the minute you stop, the minute you stand still, the minute you sit in the corner, the minute you don't get out of bed, you have no effect. So for for everybody, your purpose for being here is to experience. Because if you go and experience something, whatever that is, you're having an effect in the world. You may never see it, or you may you get to see it. You may get to see what kind of effect you have. But in order for you to to have, if you feel like you need a little more, just a little tweak to get back on your center, get back on to purpose, then that's a great reason to transform, isn't it? That's a great reason to just get out of the com- comfort zone for just a minute. And... The purpose of being human on this planet right now is, I think, again, join me in my global movement to create conscious leaders empowering others to create a win-win world. That can be your purpose. I'll share that. I'll share that purpose. Because, listen, if we can all stand in our power and we all, maybe we're afraid, but we do it anyway. It's courage. And courage comes from the heart. Lacour comes from the French word lacour. And it, it does. It takes heart and passion. And the ability to say, I matter. Okay, I make mistakes. Okay. Okay, it's scary sometimes. Okay. Now what? So what? Do it anyway. Because if you stop, that's the worst thing that can happen, is that you do nothing. Because that means that you have no effect. There's no ripple effect. There's no vibrational effect that you have as you walk through the day. But just understand that everybody you touch, see, feel, work with, connect with, whether it's at the grocery store or in your bed or online, okay, you have an effect. You make a difference. And if you've lost sight of the why, you're right. That's the first step. Find your why. Because if you don't find your why, it's going to be a little more difficult and you can find out what your bubble talk is about the unknown and find out your bubble talk about what could be stopping you. And let's shift it. Let's shift it together. So 
Come to Essence of Being, everybody, this weekend in Atlanta and next weekend in Fort Lauderdale. I've got one more Essence of Being happening this year in the States, the United States, and that's in Atlanta in October. So I have a lot of other courses, but they're graduate-level courses that I'm doing, and um, you have to come to Essence of Being first. Join me in my bubble talk. Tuesdays and Fridays. Next month, guess what I'm talking about? August 15th, I do it every, the third Wednesday of every month. Next month is going to be transitions. <laughs> transitions, how to communicate and move through change with ease. So when we have a transition, how do we communicate and move through that change with ease? So this this month was all about Okay, so what? I lose income. I lose a partner. I love the painful death thing. I love that part. Because, you know, it'll be over soon. But losing losing everything, all that means is now you have, you're naked. You're naked with you and the universe. You and God. You and higher self. You and great spirit. Whatever you want to call that. There you are. And guess what? You kind of came in that way, right? So that part of you is still there, that innocent, magnificent, awe-inspiring, what is the unknown? I cannot wait to experience life. It's still there. It's just we covered it up with all of the crap and all of the evidence that it's not worth it or I'm not worth it. So I really encourage all of us and invite us all to... Step into that power and say, I am worth it. So I'm going to unmute everybody. So. Okay, you're all unmuted. Is there anything we want to say before we leave tonight? Was that helpful? Thank you, Birch. Nice to hear your voice. This is Diana in Coral Springs. Hi. Hi, Diana. Hey. Yeah. Glad to hear your voice too. So come hear come hear me in person. <laughs> and so for the great birthday party. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So anybody else want to share anything? Before yeah. we Yeah, hello tonight? hello, Burge. Yes. This is Danny Gillespie. We've talked before. Uh huh. <laughs> What I experienced is that the things that I wrote down that I, that I, of the worst that can happen are all things that have already happened. And yes, I survived them, but I sure as hell don't want to be homeless for two and a half years again. Right. Or have my reputation ruined again. Right. Or lose everything again. Right. So, um, I'm kind of still stuck because the memory, uh, the recent memory of how awful that was is not making me feel like, oh, gee, I'll just survive it again. Okay, so when you say I survived it, that's the thing I want everybody to focus on is you focus on the fact that you got through it and you're still alive and what yes. what can you appreciate about all of that instead of focusing on the fear of, oh, my God, it could happen again. So remember, what you focus on expands, right? So yeah. if you're focusing on the fear of, oh, my God, I don't want to go through that again, then that's what you vibrate and that's what you attract to you. Therefore, uh-huh. one of the best things you can do is focus on all the appreciation of, wow, I went through all of that and look at me now. I mean, I, I'm alive. I survived. I'm more than surviving. I want to thrive. My next choice is thriving. And you know what I say? Yeah, what? all that happened to me. But the cool thing about it is, if it does happen, if I co- if I create that again, the cool thing about that is I have the experience now of knowing it's going to be a lot less painful for me and a lot less uh, time, okay? If the worst thing that can happen is I go through it all over again, it's not going to happen exactly the same way because I know I have that experience now. And it's happening for a different reason. So like I said, I would never have taken away all the stuff that I've been through. I would not take that away because it's it is it's a teachable moment for me to say, look, this stuff really works. And if you stick with it, 
and if you focus on what you want, and if you mm-hmm. are creating it with intention, okay, mm-hmm. and no, it's 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 the downtime, it's the things that don't happen the way we want it. It's how you respond to that that really does make a difference. And so I've I've encouraged you, and I still encourage you, and everyone that hasn't you know played with me, come to Essence of Being, come to some of my my play shops that I do, and I I promise you that there's a whole other level for you waiting for you. So I really appreciate you sharing that, and I understand. I understand exactly what you're talking about. So Thank you. You're welcome, hon. So everybody, until we meet again next month, let's just, well, I don't like saying goodbye. Let's just say so long, and uh, I got emerged with Burge, and, uh, you know, I've been bur- you've been Burge tonight, so there you go. I'm a verb now. So let's all say so long. See you later. So long. Bye. Okay. I'll talk to you next month. If okay. not before, hopefully I'll see Namaste, you all in the Bird. workshops. What? Namaste, honey. Namaste, Great. my friend. <laughs> Short power hour. <laughs> all right. I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks.